You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey everyone, and welcome to another fun episode of Ask Drone You. My name is Paul. And my name is Rob, and this is episode 975, and as always, we are super glad that you are with us. Appreciate it very much. Hope you're having a great day. Hope you're getting some flying in practice. Hope your business is growing. Yeah, we just hope for the best for you guys. We do hope for the best for you guys. We hope that you are hustling, you're staying inspired and motivated by your competition, and you are eagerly awaiting for the next job but also not forgetting to follow up on all your previous jobs and also not forgetting to follow up with previous clients to make sure you tell them that, hey, we appreciate you. Uh, on that news, though, today we are going to be hearing from a very young caller. Love it. Who's asking a question that many of you should be asking yourselves. Should my socks match today? Mm. The answer is never. <laughs> so says my 11-year-old. Uh, I like your 11-year-old. <laughs> no, we're going to be talking today about um, as you're ramping up your business, right? So th I think this question is actually super relevant for people who have full-time jobs. They're doing drone stuff on the side. But for a lot of people out there, Rob, um, while I know that you may be envious towards other CPAs who are nearing their term of retirement, and mm. you're still playing the risk game with entrepreneurship, I would say that you are actually still ahead. And here's why. Hmm. A lot of the people that I have met coming out of corporate America, regular jobs, they want to start a small business. They have absolutely no idea in hell at all, like zero, understanding of how hard it is to run a small business and how you need systems and automation to automate these different parts of your business so that you can focus on what's most important, which is building relationships, maintaining relationships, getting work, finishing work, and following up. Everything outside of that is ancillary in my opinion, uh, but also very necessary. So. That being said, we're gonna be answering today's question, focusing on what are the things I should be doing and focusing on my business as I'm getting it started. I think that my take on this question might be very different from Rob's take. So I'm really excited to hear what Rob has to say about this very particular issue. Um, and you know, again, it's super relevant. You know, as we are nearing the summer times, it is time for you to be doing marketing. So I'm gonna be talking about that. I'm sure Rob is gonna be talking about some other things that are also very, very important. So let's go ahead and let's get started. Hey, Rob and Paul, my name is Ian and I have a couple questions for you guys today. I'm 15 now and I'm looking to start a drone business as soon as I can get my part 107. I'm currently flying a Mavic Pro with the Attitude Hack and I've been saving up for an Inspire 2. My first question is what should I be doing other than flying right now as far as like the business side goes? Should I be getting footage for my demo reel too? And my second question is, should I charge less for my work as soon as I start because I'm a younger pilot? Or do you think people would even be willing to pay me as much because of my age? That's all for today. Thanks for your podcast. It's super helpful and very fun to listen to. Thank you very much, Eden. I mean, Ian. <laughs> Man, I'm screwing up names today. Anyways... It's really cool to hear from a kid like you, Ian. It's uh, clear that you've got a solid head on your shoulders to be at 15 and, and uh, in the position that you've put yourself in is really cool. Hope you get that Inspire 2 very, very soon. 
As far as number one, you asked about a demo reel and should you be working on that? Absolutely. I mean, that's just part of flying. Go out and find really cool things to fly and and get those and start learning editing through that process of putting your demo reel together and, and think about different uh, different genres that you can be filming. You can do just landscape stuff. You can do movie set ideas. You can go find ghost towns wherever you – you didn't say where you live, so wherever you are, maybe you find some unique things there. Maybe you can do things on the beach, on the water, wherever you're at. You can – do some videography on your particular house, cinematography and on your house. Uh, follow your dog. Do some subject tracking with friends on bikes. Being very, very safe, of course, don't get too close to them. And yeah, start putting all that stuff into a demo reel and just have fun with it. And I, you didn't mention anything about editing and, and how much you've done of that so far, but uh, start to learn or get better at it. And then send us what you do because I'm really curious. I think Paul would be curious to see it as well and be happy to look at that for you. 100%. Love um, that you are so ambitious and uh, really excited to uh, talk to you here today. So we actually have a blinking red light on the camera. That's not good. That's not good. That's <laughs> so, not good there, Bob. So, you know what that means. What are your, So, okay, is, let, let's talk a little bit about what he should charge because I think he actually has a, a solid point. Unfortunately, but realistically, he's probably going to be seen differently once he turns 16 even and he can get his 107 and he can actually charge people for the work that he's doing. Because he's so young, he's going to be perceived differently. And the reality is he could be better than all the, whatever, 30-year-olds out there, right? Because because of how ambitious he is. Yep. But that doesn't matter because perception is a reality. So how does he handle that? What are your thoughts on that? <sighs> um, first of all, go to... Um, your nearest Sephora, okay, grab a sponge <laughs> and some, uh, something black and make sure that you have a, a you know, five o'clock shadow going on. Unless you have blonde hair, don't use black then, that'd be weird. Mine grows out red, Rob, so I've got blonde hair and my beard grows red, so <laughs> well. there's that. <laughs> um, that being said, um, I think, you know... Gosh, marketing is so important, but when we talk about marketing, we really don't discuss what we're talking about. We're talking about marketing via your website. We're talking about via the website, you're making lead pages that showcase how you've solved problems for your clients. Those pages have pictures on them of examples of the drone in the workforce, in that particular industry, with you in those pictures, showcasing exactly what you're doing. I can't tell you how many sites I've seen with just stock footage that doesn't showcase at all what these people do, and it really doesn't build any confidence. If you can showcase a deep understanding of a multifaceted workflow for very complex subjects, you're going to be given the respect. You're also going to be given the respect because you're younger that, you know, if you actually are patient and you work with people and you showcase how you're solving these problems, I really think that you're going to have a solid opportunity, especially if you're at a discounted rate. Don't discount yourself too much. Just charge maybe... 10%, 15% lower than what the competition is doing. I would look at the competition. How are they advertising? How, what are they putting on their website? How can you do that better? I would wireframe my entire website. I would literally wireframe my entire website. What are the services I provide? What landing pages am I going to use to showcase the problems that I've solved? What am I going to offer at the end of those landing pages to give them more information and try to build up my email list? Okay, how many times am I going to email my email list? Okay. 
in my email list, what am I going to talk about? Am I going to talk about problems that I've solved for clients and how they can do it? Am I going to utilize neuropsychology and say like, okay, have you given up on saving money or making more money? Because I would use the FOMO every chance I get essentially to email my clients. And then how am I going to re-engage those clients over time? How am I going to continue selling? How am I going to continue showcasing problems? Because you really need to think about this as not just, hey, this is how I'm going to market, but how much time am I going to spend every single month just working on showcasing a story of what I'm doing, how I'm saving people money, and how I enjoy what I do, and how I'm learning more, how I'm advancing myself. Because because people would want to know that stuff. But, you know, Rob, I'm curious because I'm just wondering, you know, besides marketing and developing content pictures, pictures of the drone on a construction site, pictures of him and the drone flying, you know, all of that, I'm seriously interested in, how do I say this? I'm seriously interested in what you would do to plan your business? And would you wireframe the whole company? Would you mind map the whole company? Would you prioritize what systems you're going to work on first? Where would you take it? And by the way, don't worry about that red blinking light because 90% of our audience listens to us and doesn't watch us anyway. Cool. So number one, and we do have a student um, membership. I would get in and start running, uh, running through our business course because that is, as a geriatric would say, soup to nuts. <laughs> I really don't even understand that term, soup to nuts. People keep saying, PJ, of all people, soup to nuts, soup to nuts. I'm like, I'm going to grab some freaking tomato sauce and throw it at your face, and then here's some nuts. Soup to nuts, baby. That's only three steps, and this is a lot more than three steps. <laughs> soup to nuts means the beginning of the, uh, the meal together to the very end of the meal together and having drinks, I believe. <laughs> Someone could correct me on that. Go to Urban Dictionary and see what soup to nuts. That's that a great idea. Idea. What, what will that say about it? Oh, now we have fast blinking light. <laughs> uh, I don't want Wikipedia. I want Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary. Let's find out what that means. Wow. What? That ain't it. That is not what That's I thought Soup's Nuts meant. not what I meant. But here's some uh, entertainment value for today. <laughs> and it looks like the propensity of Soup to Nuts has gone up over time, Look Rob. Look at that. Um, definition number two, which we do not think is accurate, is... Um, Soup to nuts, a retaliatory action where scalding hot soup is thrown at an offender's junk. Clearly that's not. Dave Acosta Jess for the last time and was threatened with soup to nuts. He'll learn this time. Yeah, I don't think that's right. I don't know. Yeah, making that crap up. Um, it shows you this is a very geriatric word because there's not many good yeah, examples here. It means beginning to end. So anyways, you, what, you, I, guess, I guess I could have just said beginning to end. But there's a lot of information in that course for you. What's that? The uh, old man's urban dictionary says soup to nuts is an American English idiom that conveys the meaning of from beginning to end. There you go. <laughs> what do you mean the old man? Wikipedia. Oh. <laughs> That's funny, but not funny. I would start there because I think the majority of what you're going to do as a 15, 16 year old is work on the kinds of things that Paul's talking about. You said besides flying, but obviously continuing to fly and I don't think that at this point you need to spend a ton of time focusing on, for example, setting up a business, et cetera. I think you can do most things as you're getting started as a, as a sole proprietor, but start thinking about things like how you're going to pay for what you need to run a business. 
who do you know? So start thinking about the circle of people in your life that you might be able to connect with to help you kind of get your business started. Your parents' friends, in my estimation, would be a great place to start. That's typically where kids starting businesses start. So for example, someone who starts a baking business, they're probably going to work through their parents or work through athletic teams that they're a part of or their siblings are a part of. So start thinking about some of those issues and and where you can go uh, talk to people that are going to be interested in what you're doing. There's a ton of information online that I would be looking at as far as how to run a business. It's pretty amazing how many free courses are online from really prestigious colleges even that you can go get an education. So I think, I guess what I'm trying to say is you're at the stage from my perspective where it's all about education and just learning as much as you can and develop a love of learning. I get the sense that you already have that to a certain degree. So important. But continue to build that and just go find even if it's just YouTube or if it's uh, it's drone you stuff, be careful with the stuff on YouTube, obviously, because there's a lot on there that's probably not accurate. But like I said, there's a lot of colleges. Um, gosh, what are what are some of the uh, the course related websites? Coursera, I think, is one of them that's got some great stuff. Start to learn about things that are are more futuristic, although they're you know they're part of our our mainstream now, but they're going to be around for a long time, like machine learning. AI, some of those things that your peers are probably not learning about that are going to be a big part of what drones are involved in in the future. So be future oriented in your education. And then when it comes time to actually set up a business, that's going to be relatively simple for you. You're going to set up probably an LLC as it relates to your age and those particular issues. It depends on what state you're in. Some states are going to let you do that. Some states are not. That's true for whether or not you can enter into a contract as well. The issue with being a minor and trying to get into a contract is that you're much more protected than the person you're trying to contract with who is not a minor. So if they're aware of that or they have attorneys in in their corner, then you probably will have issues with that. But start to develop some materials, uh, marketing materials, maybe some checklists, and we have stuff on our site that you can get started with. Start to think of systems within your business that you're going to use, workflows, and we've got some of that stuff in our classes. And, And so it's all about creating a strong foundation for yourself at this point. And all of those things that I mentioned are part of that. All the things that Paul has mentioned are part of that education, education, education right now. Although again, that's never going to stop, but that's particularly important right now. That was really well said. Learn, learn, learn. I mean, Angela Duckworth talks about in grit how passion to learn is going to be one of the biggest... one of the biggest key performance indicators. It is. I think think about my kids. Sorry. I think about my kids and we have always, and I think most parents are this way, we're so concerned with grades. And it's important, particularly if you're trying to get money for college, et cetera, unfortunately. Not unfortunately. It's a reality. Colleges care about grades. They care about GPA. But ultimately, more important than GPA, more important than their grades is I want them to love learning. And frankly, some of the classes that they're in, they don't love, right? And But they have Shocker. to take. Right. But they have to take them. So I really want them to we talk more about the classes they do like. And, and so trying to draw out what they're interested in and talk more about that and then help them through that, learn to love learning about whatever that subject is. My one daughter, I would have never guessed that. She's really enjoying learning about Spanish. So we're going to do whatever we can to help her learn more about Spanish. 
because that's going to develop. When you're learning about things that you enjoy and you continue to do that, you're going to continue to love to learn and you're going to continue to learn. I also think it's important to think, how could this information affect me in the future and how could it be valuable to want to learn this stuff and how could it affect my ability to make money? It's just so funny. When you're a kid, you just really don't understand how all these different things that you're learning about can vastly affect the amount of success you're going to have in the future. And, you know, my piece of advice to this 15-year-old kid is, you know, I'm now 30 and I feel like high school was uh, last week. And if I would have known what I know now and I went back to high school, I'd be even more successful than I am now. But always having an open mind, always thinking outside the box, always thinking, how could this affect me in the future? Is this really valuable information? And how can I make this fun have helped put me where I am today? And obviously, I'm not a complacent type of person. I'm always trying to advance, advance, advance. Right. And I think we're doing a good job at that. That being said, I just want to say, Dude, you're already on the right track by asking these questions. Keep pushing. It doesn't matter, you know, what social norms in your high school or wherever you're going to school affect what you're doing. Don't care, like, do not care about that stuff um, because the people who are typically the most popular in high school peak in high school. So you're not going to care about them in five years. Right. Don't care what they think now. Keep going down the path that you want to go down and don't look for anyone's approval. Just keep doing what you're doing because you love to do it. Absolutely. I can almost guarantee he is an anomaly in his peer group and embrace that. True. Embrace it. True. Anyway, that is going to do it for our show today. We still made it in while it was recording, so that's great. Um, If you have a question, go to askdroneu.com. And to that 15-year-old dude, you are on one great path. Continue going down that path. That is going to do it for us today. My name is Paul. My name is Paul. I mean, Rob. (laughs) (laughs) I did it again. (laughs) That's a bombshell to end on. (laughs) Later, guys. I don't know why I'm having such a hard time with names today. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners, and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.